Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's 8pm here on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. It is, as is usually the case, time for Eclectic Cattle with me, Ben Ward, and him, Simon Battistoni, who is out of earshot, except for that that you just heard, um, because he is hovered precariously over the studio turntables. Uh, tonight is a very, very special edition of Eclectic Kettle because we are playing everything from vinyl-ish. Um, and uh, that absolutely means everything's going to go super smoothly and you just will be so impressed by the seamlessness of our production. Um, we, we have picked tracks that uh, many of which do not exist on the internet uh, many of which are weird because they're on vinyl, and we're going to open up with one of those um, because uh, this is uh, from Jack White's Lazaretto. And what's the song called? Doesn't matter. Play it. Please. Lately when I look into your 
remember back when we started My kisses used to turn you inside out I used to drive you to work in the morning Friday night I'd drive you all around You used to love to drive me wild, yeah But lately, girl, you get your kicks from just of driving me down, 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 down I'm going 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 down Welcome to Chaos. This is Eclectic Kettle on BFF.fm, best frequencies forever, uh, where me, Ben Ward, and him, Simon Battistoni, are playing everything on vinyl uh, extremely competently, and Simon is not leaning across the studio right now because it was making a weird squeaky noise after it played out. Should we play what we played? Yes, we should. That was uh, the band Free Energy covering Bruce Springsteen. Uh, it was I'm Going Down. Um, that is on a super weird double A-side that I found in my collection that I had never listened to before um, with them and Titus Andronicus. Um, and we're like, oh yeah, we should probably play that. Um, yeah. Also, should listen to it ever. Um, so that was delightful. And we opened the show with Just One Drink, which is from Jack White's Lazaretto, um, played off of the... Do you know what it was actually called? I, I keep saying Stupid Deluxe Edition, but that might not be how it was branded. I don't think that's how it was branded, but and it's yet, appropriate. This is a version of the album in which uh, Side A plays backwards from the inside out. Uh, there are two hidden tracks underneath the label. There's a hologram. Uh, if you shine a torch, uh, flashlight, onto the top of it while it plays... And for that particular track, there are two different intros depending on which track you happen to drop the needle on at the beginning of the side that then merge into the same song. I was so flustered while we were starting the show that I didn't even notice which version we played. Me either. Um, if it was the electric version, that is the same as you can find on digital sources. Um, if it was the acoustic version, congratulations, you heard something unique. I don't remember. No. Um... It was all a little fraught. That that was. Uh, it it's, is. It is more stressful is, doing it this way than doing it digitally. This is much harder than mashing my fingers against an iPad periodically. I've got to be honest. Yes. Why the shit did we think this was a good idea? Uh, we have done this many times. We we things sound um, 
sound fantastic in the in principle generally uh in the semi-darkness somewhere while we're um either dining before a show or talking after the show yes um, we come up with these ideas and they sound great because when we come up with them they're in abstract and we don't have to actually do them um the thing is that we are the kind of people who commit to um crazy ideas and uh, <laughs> here we are we're now committed we're finally to two good. hours of this Yes, uh, we are here till 10. Um, additionally, uh, a handful of uh, housekeeping notes. As I, this is The sound you can hear is me trying to put a record back in its sleeve. That's how analogue this evening is. Uh, is that not two separate sleeves for two separate records? I think you just put Titus Antronicus in the sleeve of what we're going to put next. One, fuck you. Two, I yes. Was being Three, helpful. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's it's really communicating uh, a level of competence to the audience that we're definitely going to maintain this evening. Oh, that flew out the window about two minutes into the show. Fair, 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 fair point. Um, so, a little bit of housekeeping before we continue playing literal records. Uh, BFF.FM is, uh, we are out of phase one of the Summer Sustainer. Thank Cheers. you, those who helped to sustain us. Thank you, those of you who have signed up. Um, this week, as per every other show on the network, we have a goal. And our goal is, in the next two hours of trying to play records for you, we aim... Oh, that Okay, that high-pitched sound is forest drilling in the background, not, not something the records. Else. It's fine. It's just... I was I was on edge for it. Um, that uh, uh, what are we doing? We this this very show are trying to raise one hundred of your Earth dollars. Well, by Earth dollars, I mean American dollars, by which I mean American Earth dollars. Um, if you enjoy what we do, if you're like, you know, feeling sorry for us, perhaps, or just you know, entertained by calamity. Um, you can support this show and support this station. Um, please, if you would, swing by bff.fm where you can hit that support us link um, and uh, make a one-off donation to the station, which we would appreciate very much. Or you can... Or you can text 50155, text KETTLE to 50155, um, and you can make a donation using your phone. How uh, much is the uh, text donation? Uh, you choose. Oh. I believe there will be some sort of interaction it with will, a bot. It will get back to you um, and say, how much? Yep. So uh, ke text KETTLE to 50155. Um Donate to support the station, support the show. Um, and by way of encouragement, we will play more records for you. Yes. Um, Should we do that now? Yes. Mr. Bastoni, adopt the position. Uh, <laughs> Adopting the position. Uh, next up, um, we'll explain where these records came from later in the show. Um, but uh, next up is a track off a... A track called Majesty. It's from Mika, Hack Mika Hackman, um, and it came as a uh, bonus 45 uh, with her last record, I'm Not Your Man. So, enjoy this. This is Majesty. This is the Kettle on BFF.fm.
I don't even know why we're going to read out what that was, because if you don't know what that was, what do you know? Uh, that was Atomic by Blondie, but maybe not the version you've heard before, because that was uh, that was Atomic in mono, which is a thing that they had in the past when people played records. Um, I think I got that off eBay, um, and it's a, it's on one side of that 45 is Atomic in stereo, and on the other side is Atomic in mono. And so we thought, well, the mono version's probably weird so we played that just in case you only have one ear yeah it's uh, a very common affliction back in the day people who had pencils jammed in their ears or or crayons landmines had gone off next to them um or just you know or just they got you know got uh, got unlucky with a q-tip happy happy slapped by the tango orange indeed Um, all sorts of ways you can lose hearing in one ear and then you know why bother with stereo Indeed, it's, it was a, it was a precarious time. The past. Uh, before that, we played um, a track from local band Social Studies, and that was Weathered White. Um, it, it is the, it's another odd one. It's the B side on the forty five release of, um, their track, which is called bear with me here hollow boys uh, but the 45 the hollow boys version is a remix and on the other side is a track by them um that's that in turn is off their first album uh wind up wooden heart well, maybe second album second album wind up wooden heart which was out in 2010 um which they toured a bit locally i saw them play tracks off that at what the hill back in the day which was good before that we played majesty which is from marie hackman uh, which can be found as a bonus track on I'm Not Your Man or, or as a bonus 45 um, if you bought the record version. The first 30 seconds of it are usually not about a third too slow either. I wasn't even going to draw attention to that. I was. Thanks for doing so. Well, you see... Honesty, honesty and transparency is obviously a core value of uh, Eclectic Cattle. We managed, to play, we managed to play two tracks without mishap after that. It's fine. Later on, we're going to play a track intentionally at the wrong speed. Um, you're listening to this here radio show. Um, Eclectic Idol, Wimby, Ben Ward, and Simon Battistoni. Thank you for being here and for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate your company as we honestly make a mockery of the profession. Uh, I don't know that we... We're not, del- we're not deliberately mocking. No, we're just, we're just not very good at it. And, I don't know. and this is this. When did we last play a record? John Peel used to play records at the wrong speed all the time. Right, but and he we, was an acknowledged master we, of the medium. As we've discussed before, comparing ourselves to Peel is unwise, both from a um, radio legacy point of view um, and a, you know dating underage women point of view. Ah, uh, true. Um, anyway. Um, anyway, uh, you're listening to the show. We are playing records all night. A reminder uh, that if you are enjoying what we're doing or sympathising with our attempts to do it, no matter what, um, you can text Kettle to five zero one five 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 zero one fifty five and make a donation to support BFF.FM. Not just you can text it; you should. You must. You must. Amanda the station manager, she's literally outside the studio right now. If we don't get $100 before 10pm, she Who might, knows she might not let us leave. They've got power tools out there. Right. Oh, fuck. That's, that, that went to a dark place. I mean... Um, anyway, um, we have some really enjoyably excellent stuff that we're going to play 
uh, over the course. Um, Simon and I put this show together on Friday. Um, full disclosure, I guess all of the vinyl is mine because you moved yours to Florida. Yeah, my vinyl is two and a half thousand miles away, so I couldn't really access it while we were planning this show. Fortunately, there is some overlap in our musical taste. Yes. Um, of which actually none perhaps can be uh, better better demonstrated by what we're about to play next. Uh, because while digging through my record collection, we found a number of things uh, along with that um, uh, that track, uh, the the words um the free energy track we played at the beginning which i just hadn't i'd bought it at some point and hadn't got around to playing it um it's it's like oh 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 yeah i like them um i'll 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 buy that and just never played it um we found another thing um which we're about to play something from now um we just uh we just tweeted this as well if you're following bff kettle on twitter um and uh, you'll see a picture um but some time ago from aquarius records rip um i acquired a something called the castle face records group flex and it's a book that you put on a turntable yes it's a book that you can play um uh, seriously check out the twitter to see a picture of it um it includes tracks from uh, Michael Cronin, The OCs, various other Castleface staples. Um, and what we're about to play now is uh, a track from uh, Ty Seagal and Michael Cronin in collaboration doing... Well, there's there are two Bowie covers on the record. We've decided to go with this one because it's Suffragette City and how could this possibly be bad? We've never listened to this before, though. So No, we listened to Fame instead. And yes. We're like, oh, that's really good. Let's play that. And then we just realised the other side is Suffragette City, so we're playing that instead. It's going to be great. Um, anyway, this is Michael Cronin and uh, Ty Seagal doing David Bowie's Suffragette City. In a book. from a book. <laughs> Eclectic Kettle on BFF.fm, here till 10.
If the situation appears suspicious, leave the scene. Don't become complacent. Never let your guard down, no matter where you travel. Don't rely solely on the government to provide you with crisis or threat information. Do your own research too. Have a plan on where when to meet family members in case of attack. Map assorted evacuation routes from home, work. Keep extra copies of your passport, birth certificate, social security cards, other records. Keep copies in storage or with relatives, friends. Carry copy of passport when traveling overseas. Never check luggage at curbside checking at airports. Carry luggage on board with you. If possible, carry as few bags as possible. Spend as little time at the airport as possible. Avoid heavily glassed areas. When flying, wear comfortable clothing and shoes in case you need to quickly evacuate. Try to fly on wide-bodied planes. Terrorists often avoid hijacking them. When travelling abroad, don't advertise your corporate affiliation or title on luggage or other items. When travelling overseas, stay in an American chain hotel. Security is usually more stringent. Don't advertise that you're American by speaking loudly, holding up maps, exchanging currency at airports, showing American flags, etc. Try to avoid crowded areas, especially in large cities. Avoid public transportation and major tunnels and bridges during heavy commuting times. Never stay in a hotel with an underground parking garage and never park in such a garage. Terrorists love car bombs. Stock safe haven rooms in office and home with duct tape, plastic sheets, flashlight, food, water supply, first aid kit, portable radio and cloth to fill gaps indoors so harmful agents don't seep in. Store a decent amount of cash someplace in case ATMs malfunction. Carefully inspect mail before opening, check for a turn address, postmark, excessive postage, etc. Never take the first taxi cab in line, pay a moving cab instead. If ever a hostage on a plane, never make eye contact with captives. Speak unless spoken to, or do anything to bring attention to yourself. Familiarise yourself with typical airline hijackings. Know what to do in case of biological, chemical or nuclear attack, in terms of symptoms, decontamination, etc. Keep an eye out for unattended items when using mass transit or in airports. Only carry essential money, cards and identification. When travelling abroad, read local newspapers to pinpoint dangers there. Check the State Department's travel advisories. Pay attention to surroundings, someone paying an unusual amount of attention to a prominent landmark. Someone nervous or jumpy or trying to access off-limits areas. Someone trying to hide something. Make out a will and letter of instruction in case you die. Get fingerprinted, get your blood samples and obtain dental x-rays so your body can be identified in case you fall victim to attack. Do not live or work in a highly urban area that most likely would be a terrorist target, such as New York City, Washington DC or San Francisco.
All right, that was Burning Spear from the OCs. Uh, that is on the Castleface Records Group Flex release, which, if I can't iterate this enough, is literally a book that you fold over in weird ways and play the records off um, the little rubber flexi discs that you used to get on the front of cereal packets. Um, I once had a copy of the uh, main title track from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie uh, that I got on the front of a box of Frosties. Um, same technology. Played for you now, here in 2018. Um, I once had the yeah. theme music from the Weetabix uh, adverts. Sung by the sung by the Weetabix. Um, the wait, as in, remember when Weetabix had characters? They were all like Weetabix, wearing like denim blue shorts. No, they the sort one of looked like SpongeBob SquarePants before SpongeBob SquarePants was a thing. That's weird. Uh, no, the Weet the principal um, Weetabix commercial that I remember was is the uh, one where it had a version of the Robin Hood theme. See, um, I don't remember that. Because it's something like, I don't know, it's... Or something like that. It's like, yeah, it's like Robin Hood, but he fucks up because he didn't have his Weetabix in the morning. Oh, yes. Um, anyway. Weetabix, for those who uh, who don't know... I think are, they have that here. Don't they? Um, it was a puzzlement to my wife when we were in England recently, so... Okay. They certainly don't have it everywhere. They're these weird sort of um, cardboardy, um, <laughs> rounded, rectangle breakfast biscuit things that you put in a lot of milk you can have them hot or cold and they're um yeah they're kind of a mainstay of british if you breakfast pour, really yeah i mean if you it's one of the, the, the imagine if you could get instant oats in tablet form that's a good description yeah and and you know and then you put a lot of brown sugar on it it's fucking great yeah and you, you, you don't Put milk on it and we heat it up in the microwave. We won't hear a word against Weetabix. No, no, absolutely not. Um, before, okay, uh, then we also played from that same compilation, because there's a whole load of little flexi-discs in it. Uh, we played Suffragette City, uh, performed by David Bowie, performed by Michael Cronin and Ty Seagal. It occurred to us about halfway through that we might have been playing that too fast. Um, here's the explanation. One, we're bad at this. Explanation part two is that when we played their cover of Fame, which is on the first half of that record, we played it at 33 and 45 and concluded that 45 is what they intended. Because although it was squeakier, the guitars sounded right. And if yeah. I'm honest, even on this one, the guitars sounded right, but I will concede it was op- it was over quite soon. It was also it's it's also a general castle face slash OC's um, hallmark to basically sound like you're being played at the wrong speed. Yeah, so basically, shut up. But also, sorry. But mostly shut up. Yeah, let's, we're, we're just going to keep going. What we've done there is we've bought ourselves some time for later in the show. Yes. Which is... <laughs> which we're now egregiously wasting. By, by explaining it. Um, but uh, yes, those, those... Oh, and then in the middle... Um, one of the one of the first seven inches I bought, actually, um, mainly because it was previously um, acquired in my flat in London by Mr. David Singleton. And when I moved to the US and bought my own turntable, I was like, I need a copy of that because it was so fucking good. Um, that was how to reduce the chances of being a terror victim uh, from XX Teens. Um, so it was out on mute about eleven years ago, and still great and you know full of useful advice 
sad that it's no less relevant now, really. It is quite relevant, although possibly not as relevant as the thing we're going to play at the end. But <laughs> um, uh, but yes, that was good. You listen to Eclectic Kettle on BFF.FM with Ben Ward and Simon Badastoni, uh, where we are, by the seat of our pants, figuring out how to do this. Um, we're a bit rusty on, on... We haven't played vinyl in a while, and honestly, doing the entire show off it is like... It's quite a challenge. It's, it's a lot... It's a lot more energetic than I had yes. thought. It's more of a workout than, than doing this show usually is. Yeah, it's like a little bit of a stretch to kind of get there. Um, anyhow, uh, we will continue. Um, what we're going to play next, uh, we can give some kind of sense. One of the things that, you know, we, we, we both love vinyl as a medium, uh, I think it's probably fair to say. Yeah. Uh, not least, not just because sometimes you look through your collection and it's like, wait, what is this weird colouring book full of records that I've owned for years and never played, uh, which is delightful. But also, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, it's tactile. And um, one of the things that really boosted our passion for it was the, was the I'm not even sure you'd call it a resurgence, just the, the surgence of record clubs that have come into existence over the past, well, kind of over the time that we've been on the air thinking about it. Yes. Um, not not to not to take credit, but uh, yeah, they, no. they do they do correlate. I mean, the sort of granddaddy of them all, Vinyl Me Please, started. We were doing this show by the time it started. I remember bringing in. I remember bringing in the album that they first sent me when I first joined and mm-hmm. playing something on the air. I think off the vinyl on these turntables, um, mm-hmm. which I, uh, that's one of the tracks where we're going to have to stretch a little bit tonight and actually not play it off vinyl because my copy of it is a long way away. But shh, wasn't going to admit that. Anyway, um, it, I'm, it's got I'm a all vinyl. For truth, man. I mean, you know, the tra- we we got the transparency out of the way when we fucked up. I wasn't going to. look at. You're being Rudy Giuliani over there? What is what the is tr- truth? The truth is not the truth. I mean, you know, like... There is no truth. Vine, vine, vinyl isn't vinyl. Spotify is vinyl. Truth is a flat circle. No, wait, that's time. That is that where they're going wrong? <laughs> yes. They've, 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 it's not, it's not confused that, it's time not, and it's truth. Not that it's not that they're bad at lying. It's that they're bad at geometry. Yes. It's like, truth is a pentagon, guys. Uh, or possibly a pyramid. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, we have so vinyl. Me please uh, has been you know, very good over the years. Like excellent uh, curation of uh, and dedicated repressings of albums, old and new. Um, they 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 got to the point of being able to sort of pull things out of the archives that just hadn't been pressed to vinyl for thirty or forty years, or perhaps ever. If ever um, and you know, real, real great stuff. Um, the the second vinyl club that I joined uh, was one out of LA. It's called Vinyl Moon, and this one, I, I can't. It's it's difficult to describe how amazing it is. Uh, every record is a compilation. Every record comes packaged with really ambitious artistic packaging. Like some of the some of the sleeves will fold out into eight and turn into a massive sort of poster or something that you you know a construction or it'll be one of the early ones came with just an entire sort of 30 page book of space photography um there's really just really ambitious visual physical embrace of the medium um and every one of the records they put out is a 
compilation. And somehow, I mean, I'm, you know, I appreciate, you know, I'm, I think I'm quite good at music. We do this radio show. We play new stuff all the time. We rotate our bands. We've got pretty good sources. Yeah. Vinyl Moon will consistently just give me a compilation entirely filled with bands that I have never fucking heard of, all of which sounds amazing. Yes. And even the stuff which is sometimes not amazing is still interesting. But mostly, mostly it's incredible. And I just don't... It, it almost, do, you know, they've, they've done 35 editions now, and it, it just slightly boggles my mind. They're so good at what they do. So confident are we in their eclectic curation abilities... And so behind was I in listening to new editions that of Vinyl Moon that we picked one at random and we're just going to play the first track off it. On uh, the, the first ass- track of side B. First track of side B. Um, just because we assume it'll probably be good. But we have no idea who this band is. No idea what this song sounds like. This could be... This could be ambient, chill-out electronica. It could be thrash metal. We literally don't know. It's probably not thrash metal, but, yeah, we don't really know. Um, have you set the speed correctly? Uh, let me check that. Um, because we'll play it now. I have. That's a, that's a plus. Um, where's the box? Because we, we can at least actually tell the good people what we're playing, even oh, though yeah, we don't know what it is. Uh, because this is this is this particular edition of Vinyl Moon, which is uh, volume twenty, called Transmission, uh, actually does have the track names printed inside it. Uh, so this is a track called A Ruin. It's by Kauf, um, and um, whatever it is, it sounds like this. No. There's no disc on that, Simon. <laughs> there you go.
you resist the urge of going on a shopping splurge coming home with hats and a kit to make curd this is how you curdle the shy like steve urkel this books by studs turkle and pesto or gerbils this places to buy and sell turtles t-shirt girdle tight look good to feel right feel bad blame life peace steve ryan light you're the light you're the light you're the light, you're the light. about me though you got a favorite game show mine is called i'm involved but nothing that the manic pixie dream girl can't solve nothing that's organic isn't impossible to dissolve great watch buds uplifts millions go back to school and expand on your brilliance you can spring back and say shit i'm resilient i'm crocodilian catch me underwater by the water buffalo and feed the alligator daughter yeah great father face hairy like chewbacca taught the dim mock from senzo tanaka don't use banaka or chew gum either drink a lot of milk like my name was ted cleaver innocent america Dreams do change on cane like Erica. Then the Pine Valley for I bounced out to Caprica. Me and the wife and the kids up in the Acura. Happy as a bug in a rug, a clam and a dog, a pig and a lark, a frog and a shark. Happy as the freedom of Yosemite National Park, harps and pool, ping pong, ding dong, rules and rap. Sisyphus from their um, self-titled album from what, 2014? Sure. Um, 2014, 2015, right about there. That was My Oh My. Um, reason I wanted to play that was that was the first ever record that I received from Vinyl Me Please. And I think it was the first of, or, or maybe the second at, at most where they actually got an exclusive pressing done. Um, it's very good. Yeah, it's a great record. I mean, you know, most... <laughs> Sufjan Stevens, when he's in his ubiquitous phases, can go a little too far, but um, he, usually when he's involved in something, it's interesting. And uh, 
I mean, all everyone involved in that in that supergroup, um, Sunlux and Serengeti as well. They're all incredible artists. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, what did we hear before that? Before that, we heard Los Campesinos. We did. Uh, that was Dreams Don't Become You. Um, that was um, re- uh, self-released by them, or possibly via Richard Wichita. It's not clear from the literal label on the disc um but it was from their series of vinyl only releases called heat rash uh that was from heat rash number two conversations um so they over the course of a year released uh, basically four double a sides uh, under this heat rash name it was after romance is boring came out and um if i'm honest it's a bit of a mixed bag of a compilation um but um that particular track very very fine um, and then, honestly, possible highlight of the show, uh, we played a track we'd never heard before. It was called A Ruin. Um, it's from Kauf, and it was on the 20th Vinyl Moon compilation entitled Transmission. Um, we had never heard that before. We simply trusted that the compilation talents of that particular record club would come through, and I would say they did. They really did. I thoroughly enjoyed that track. It was a fantastic track. I I want to listen to it again very soon. Yes. Um, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, should probably go home and play this one in full. Yeah. Uh, it, it should be pointed out, you know, if you, if you, like us, do love vinyl and are interested in some of the sort of interesting exclusive things that are going on, there are a lot of um, other single release clubs out there so um, polyvinyl um, records for the last few years I don't actually know if they did it this year but they've been doing this thing called the eight track single series um, and the premise is literally that they mail an eight track cassette recorder around to different bands and every month they get two different bands to record a song um, those songs go on the a and b side and you you get this collection over a year um, they normally give you a nice box to put the year's worth of records in and stuff um, other things that seem to have petered out recently, but that um, had some great stuff on it um, for a while. Um, Famous Class were doing a series, which the name of it escapes me right this second, but um, I picked up quite a few of those. Um, they had a pretty varied roster of artists um, go through that series. Uh, Michael Cronin and Ty Segal both recorded tracks for it at various points. Um, so yeah it's definitely worth keeping an eye out there there's there's other random ones there's another one called turntable kitchen that kind of sends you a recipe book and music to cook by every month um it's definitely a world that is worth exploring there are some people doing some good stuff out there yeah it's a really i've actually been i should really follow up i i emailed the guy who does uh brandon who does vile moon um about a year ago um ostensibly to be like hey i'd love to interview you for the show um and got busy and weird and i quit my job and therefore did not happen but uh, i still vow that at some point um we'll have interviews on this program <laughs> and we did, talk to talk to people about why they curate music the way we they did do. one once we played oh we, when we called we up that guy called that guy whose number was the name of his song yeah well i was thinking we also we did play karina um interviewing um reptile one time as that's well. true we did uh, that was great there's there is form all right you're listening to eclectic kettle here on bff.fm a reminder that you can go to bff.fm and uh click support us make a donation to the station help us keep doing what we're doing 
Um, or if that's if that seems like a lot of typing, uh, just text kettle to five zero one five five. Um, and um, it'll prompt you to make a donation to the station. It's still some typing, but it's less. It is significantly less typing. And if you didn't type at all, how did you get to BFF.FM? How are you even listening to us? Maybe they, maybe they just tuned in a while ago, and they've been there ever since. They've just had the browser tab open for four years? Sure. Every, every Tuesday they, they unmute their laptop. I mean, that's optimistic, but yes. Um... Yes, if you're if you're out there and you've unmuted the show by mistake, uh, good evening. But uh, anyway, um, also in the world of interesting things that happen on vinyl as a medium, uh, every year uh, you may be familiar with Record Store Day, uh, where all around the world uh, bands and labels will put out special editions um, and weird things uh, in limited quantity. Uh, and uh, reward you for uh, engaging your yeah your capitalist love instincts find for for cr- wax crazy shaped vinyl or crazy printed vinyl. I have at least I think it's a Father John Misty single from Honey Bear that's on a heart shaped piece of vinyl that was a record. You store see, day thing. if we hadn't earlier on this evening played a book, I'd say that sounds absurd. And it's like, oh, seems quite restrained. No, it seems really quite out, quite yeah. ordinary. Yeah. Entirely sensible. Um, anyway, um, one of the ones I picked up in years gone uh, was uh, an EP from Teeth of the Sea, um, you know, uh, noted post-rock band. But they uh, they put out a release called A Field in England Reimagined. And A Field in England was uh, a film and has a soundtrack. And um, I, I, as I understand it, this is all kind of derived from that and reworked. Uh, and so we're going to play a track of that, which is called An Ungodly Scheme. Uh, it was released on Rocket, and um, it's really beautiful. So let's take the show in that direction.
not very good at uh, singing songs, but uh, here's, here's a try. A Glorious Dawn. Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, released there on 7-inch uh, on Jack White's Third Man Records, uh, just to tie the whole thing together. Um, but before that, we played a track off of Ayer's uh, debut EP, um, which was all in French, and which you're going to have to read off of the thing, because uh, I can't remember French. Um, 
It was Modular Mix from uh, Premier Symptome. Wonderful. On um, Parlophone. Indeed. Um, and that is a record that I acquired from Rob Sayer. Uh, so thanks, Rob. I don't know if you knew what you were giving me there, but it's great, and I'm very happy I own it. It's the. Uh, it's like from when that record came out, right? It's an Oh, it's older... definitely uh, an original, yeah. yeah. Um, and then at the beginning of that, we played uh, Teeth of the Seas, um, A Field in England. Um a little excerpt from that EP that they put out for Record Store Day a few years ago. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Record Store Day is well worth making the effort for if you never have before. Um, you you will find something wonderful. Um, it gets more challenging as there are fewer record stores, but certainly if you're in San Francisco, um, Amoeba always have plenty of the strange stuff in stock, and uh, they do also um, they do also get pretty busy on record store day. There is a line down the block usually. There will be a line down the street, uh, but fortunately, we do also have um, whoever it is who's now in the who took over uh, Aquarius and also one two three four go on on Valencia Street. That's true. There are there are options. Yep. And, you know, actually Rasputin Records on Hay Street um, has a surprising selection of Record Store Day stuff usually, and everybody ignores it because Amoeba is three blocks down. Um, so you can often find stuff that either is already sold out in Amoeba or that you don't have time to line up for um, by popping down the road to uh, Rasputin. So, um, yeah, I w- when is Record Store Day normally? I l- I've lost track. We should probably have looked that up before we did this particular themed show, but we can do it during the next break. Uh, yes, we can. Um, I can do it now. Where, where are you going to take things? Uh, so I think we're going to, you know, just because we are playing off, you know, uh, an antiquated analog medium involving large discs of plastic, yes. doesn't mean that we can't follow the uh, the normal um, approach of the, the normal the, the normal pattern of the show, ending on things that go bleep. Well. Ending ending is 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 going to be an interesting and different um, situation, but um, for now, we are at least going to um, play some things that go bleep in the meantime. Um, and the first one is actually a, a I mean, Aphex Twin has never done things by the book, um, but this album I think um, is a, is particularly special. Um, this was his. Um, what is it? Uh, I'm not used to using this machine. Uh, what What is it? It's his um, computer-controlled acoustic instruments album, which... Yes, which came out after Syro. And does exactly what it says on the tin. He, he got a bunch of acoustic instruments and drums and things and set mm. up robots to play them. He did indeed. Um, my favourite thing about this is that owning it on vinyl, the vinyl says... On the, just not the vinyl says fuck all on the label. Actually, you have to resort to the internet to find out what the tracks are. Uh, but it says explicitly thirty three or forty five. So, contrary to earlier bits in the show where we've played things accidentally at the wrong speed, this time we will be intentionally playing it at forty five so you can dance to it. Yes, it's um, it's well worth if you have a record player. It's well worth getting this record just so that you can listen to two very different uh, versions of the same thing. It's amazing what difference the speed makes to the whole kind of mood of uh, of the record. And um, yeah, we both I think prefer the dancier version. 
but there is something to be said for the for the 33 rpm chill out version too but for now we're going to take it in the dancey direction and this is uh disc hat all prepared one mixed 13 because and why would you you uh have a sensible track name Thank you. 
Orbital there with LC1, ending a little quicker than I expected it to. Um, that was off uh, Orbital's 3 EP. That was the third record they ever released. Um, also had three tracks on it. Um, that came out in 1990 on FFRR, and it is one of my personal, like, prized pieces of vinyl that I dug up in an East London record store about uh, three or four years ago, um, along with a couple of um, old original pressings of Orbital's albums, um, Orbital being one of my favourite artists of all time, to be honest. But that was, that was an interesting single. It was the first release ever of um, their track, Satan, which um, honestly, then over their career, they kind of re-released and reworked more or less to death. They did a whole other single release of it in the um, late 90s. Um, but that that track, LC1, appeared on very few other places. I think it appeared as a B-side on one other single, and I think there was a Greatest Hits compilation that some versions had a copy of it on. But it's it's a relatively underappreciated track and i love the absurdity of the um of the spoken word bit um about being selected by aliens and later rejected um <laughs> so yeah i i had to play that i obviously couldn't actually play it off the original vinyl but um i had to play it anyway because it's 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 one of my it's one of my favorite things about like collecting and owning vinyl are exactly those little moments of like this is something that you have not experienced anywhere else or in any other form um so yeah that's what that was before that we heard from subtract that track was hold the line now that was from a little project that Subtract did in the lead up to um, releasing his 2014 album Wonder Where We Land. Um, basically in some of the early preparatory sessions and kind of noodling around he came up with various tracks that he felt didn't fit with the eventual album but that he sort of liked in their own right and he saw them as a kind of pathway from what he'd been doing previously back in like 2011 or whenever his, his previous album was towards the sound that he wanted for this new album and so he called this thing transitions and originally released it um as a three-part 12-inch series yep. that was relatively limited edition it wasn't available for that long and yeah i think i got managed to get a copy of it based on you telling me about it yes so, so it, it wasn't you know there were it 500 it wasn't them, that exclusive but um but yeah, it was definitely not around for long, um, and the the whole cover art and stuff on them is beautiful. The, the 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 outer sleeve of the record has these kind of slashes in it, and then as you pull the record out, it's got this design inside that kind of does this moiré effect through the through the slashes in the in the record. Um, the tracks are they're not all amazing, but that one hold the line. Um, I have always very much enjoyed and again it's kind of that that thing that it's a very kind of unique package in the vinyl that uh, that makes for satisfying listening and we started off with the 45 rpm version of discount all prepared one mix 13 from apex twins computer controlled acoustic instruments part two um there never was a part one because of course not because not, not that we know about, anyway. Not that's been released, because, um, yeah. Apex Twin likes to mess with your head. It does <laughs> indeed. Uh, but very fine. And I must say, I, 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 it's, it's great to get that Subtract EP played, 
Jokers. Yes. I do think. I mean, I feel like that track is... I, I probably prefer that track over anything that's on Wonder Where We Land. Don't get me wrong. New York, New Dorp is absurdly ludicrous and hilarious, and I do love it. But just as a as a piece of just danceable electronic music, that transitions EP really hit the, hit the spot for me. Yes, it's it's really good stuff, and it and and it is it it is genuinely some level of transition for him, and so right. it is a unique kind of moment in time. It doesn't sound. It doesn't not sound like Subtract, but it doesn't sound like anything else quite that he's yeah. released. Sort of, so. It's a nicely distilled version of him. All right. We are... The the track we're going to play at the end is is quite long. And so before we get to introducing that, uh, I have one question, which I was like, oh, I should ask him this while we're doing the show. Yes. If you could own one album or single on vinyl that you do not have, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one i possibly should have asked you this at the beginning of the show and come back now for an answer you but, probably should you know, have you're on um, the spot uh, i don't know that i can answer that i mean i own a lot of the things that i want to own on vinyl mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think if there's something I while you're thinking i will say I'm i was uh, when i was yours using, well when i was i mean honestly there's there's some random things um i was listening recently to dove's debut lost souls record mm-hmm. and i was like shit this is definitely one i would own on vinyl because it's so atmospheric um then i was like this would just be glorious and i looked it up and obviously that's another record from the kind of the trough of no one printing vinyl there are vinyl copies they cost about 400 dollars each so that right. could really do with a reissue lads just saying <laughs> um, the other one is I was having dinner and they um, played Decepticum by La Tigre and I'm like oh shit that would be a good one to own and all yeah. maybe even maybe even just that as a 7 inch would be great so yeah. th- those are for, the, for the purpose of this conversation those are my two I'm still uh, I don't know I'm drawing a blank alright well in that case I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start talking about the next song so um, there is a piece of music, there's a specific record that I've actually wanted to play on this show pretty much since I first got it. And I first got on the show, rather. Um, it is the first vinyl record I ever bought. And I bought it when I was 17 or 18 and did not own a turntable. It was years later that I actually got to play it. Um, but it is by basically one of my favourite bands, Super Fairy Animals. They released a limited edition live version of their... Uh, monstrously wonderful track uh, The Man Don't Give a Fuck um, it's called Live at um, the Royal Symphony Hall I believe um, and or I think and um, no uh, Hammersmith Palace and uh, is we talk when we joke about how the format of this show we talk about how it starts with the guitars and ends in things that go bleep if you were to distill that into a song it's got you covered it's and basically this show in, in, in about track. in about 14 minutes um we were gonna abridge it in multiple directions to make it fit um and there's an intro at the beginning uh which is a sample of uh bill hicks and we were gonna just cut that out and just like get into the song um and then fucking crazy town happened in the world so instead i would like to dedicate this song and specifically the intro to it uh, to mr michael cohen who's monstrous calamity has made my day a little bit better. I think both him and Paul Manafort. Yeah, we'll dedicate it to him, Paul Manafort, 
and the President of the United Cohen, States. Cohen more directly implicated uh, the Orange Menace in, in actual wrongdoing, but Manafort got well and truly screwed too. Yeah, it's been, it's been a great day in trials. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to play you out with that. Um, this is Super Fairy Animals. Oh, wait. Yes? We should remind them one more time. They can oh, yes. still text. What's the yes. number? Um, f- Where do you put it? It's in the Slack. Uh, oh, there. Um, oh, now I've done that. Uh, 50155. Text Kettle to 50155 while we play you this incredible track. If you don't text Kettle to 50155 to donate to us, you don't really even deserve to be listening to this wonderful track. It is great. But you can swing by bff.fm and donate there instead if you prefer. You can. Um, So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for bearing with us as we have uh, wrangled the technology. Um, I'm so excited to finally play this on the air. This has been an ambition of mine for a while, but I always thought it was too ludicrous, and yet here we are. so this There's is nothing animals. too ludicrous Manda- for us. It's true. We're setting a bar. Um, this is Mando Give a Fuck. Also, uh, this record holds the record holds the record for the most fucks in any piece of music. Um, and therefore, I'm just delighted that we're not FCC regulated. Yeah. Um, in the event that we ever are, this will be the last thing I ever play. <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, this is Ferries. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. I won't. I'll be in the desert. But I'll be uh, back next week. Um... Good night. Good night.
Keep the masses from majority